hear you. So Mongo has put up a new intro screen. Yes, yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to UTR Presents House of the Podcast. Tis I, your boy, Sir Rock of the Land Ducey. And just so people know, if you pay attention to my name, folks, I'm doing a play off of my two favorite alcohols here. Ciroc and Ducey. <laughs> it just so happens my nickname is also Rock. So it works out perfect. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'll give it to you. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it works out. It works out. <laughs> Joining me in the land of Westeros is the producer, the man behind the boards, the one who is low-key Otto Hightower when it comes down to fantasy um, <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> Mongo the Sleepy. Say hello, Mongo. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, folks, we got a fun one this week. <laughs> Good Lord. Good Lord. Uh, it was almost as, as uh, interesting as uh, when Arya had her moment and Kenny was like, No! No, it was worse. 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 It was way worse. <laughs> Joining us, as always, from the from the land of Ohio, King James, ruler of House Hude. Welcome, King James. Ah. <sighs> Ah, good morning. Good morning, my brethren. Um, House of Hude took a little bit of a lump last week, but we will be back this week. Um, don't even get yeah. me. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. We all cheer for fucking losers. That's what the deal is. <laughs> at, 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 least, at least your QBs didn't get caught in the strip club making it rain on four fucking strippers. Yeah, that, that's kind of fitting for this episode, you know. <laughs> very fitting. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Very fitting for this episode. Very, very fitting for this episode. Um, before we continue, um, this is it. Kind of, it kind of flows in. Um, I just want to say to my second child, Tyler, who is off to the land of London. So she is off to Westeros to study abroad. Tyler, good luck. I love you. Can't wait till you get back home, baby. That's that's all I'm gonna do for the mushiness of that. All right, now let's get into the meat and potatoes here because uh, Damon got into some meat and potatoes. Um, <laughs> all right, this episode is one hundred percent and oh my god, did they really? Oh my god, for fifteen minutes of this episode, I'm not gonna lie, I sat there like this. Because I just couldn't believe the shit that I was saying. All right. So basically, one of the things that we do see is we see an eight-year-old kill a 20-year-old in this episode. Uh, I honestly, I thought they were about to have that eight-year-old get killed. I thought he was about to die. Yeah, I think. Fuck not. The show starts with all these suitors trying to get uh, to explain why they should marry Rhaenyra. 
And she's like, no, uh, not good enough. No. And then this like eight year old kid shows up. For, hold on. First off, she's first off, it starts off with this gentleman that is way too old. Oh. <laughs> and she makes and she makes fun of it. She said, didn't say <laughs> 50 years ago? And he was like, yes, yeah, yeah, oh, 50, like, like, older than my father. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Next. She pretty much played way, old man. There, there, there is a way she said it where, uh, she, oh, she said, was my grandmother beautiful? And he says, well, that was 50 years ago, your highness. And she says, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like, you're old, bro. If you sitting here telling me my grandma was fine. Damn. Yeah, get you over me. <laughs> and then we get a eight-year-old out of like nowhere presenting himself, telling the queen, "If with me by your side, you'll be protected." And there's a heckler in the crowd. You, you right, Grandma? Maybe. Grandma, I may be fine. What's going on? No, thank you for joining us. Listen, I have seen some grandmas out here nowadays give, that can give some young girls a run for their money. You ain't lied on that one. You ain't lied on that one. But, so this eight-year-old is telling her about, you know, I can do this for you, I can do this for you, and there's a heckler on the side giving him the business. I can protect you. She has dragons, you cunt. this dude was going in on this eight-year-old boy i mean relentless like damn bro like your man kid you may have just learned how to pee on his own and you going in on him (laughs) like that and he finally hit nerve when he called i forgot what he called little man Shit, what was that? A scrum or Craven. Craven, yes. <laughs> and like, that, was, that was that was the one. That was the one for Lil Man. Lil Man said, Sheath your sword. <laughs> Let's get he, it. He, he pulls it in right there. I was like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm gonna walk off. And as it starts even, even get to the door. Hold on, but first off. Door. But here's the thing though. We thought little man was going to die because we see this grown ass man who kind of looks like, um, what you call it? From Los Lotharios. Fucking Angel Garza? <laughs> Not Angel Garza. Um, oh, Humberto? Yes. He kind of looked like Humberto. We see Humberto backslap little man to the fucking floor. Hard. So we like, oh, they really about to show this little kid getting his ass kicked. He really hit him with like a "Are you serious?" backhand. It's like, well, <laughs> this ain't gonna end well. But like, Renera, she doesn't even get at the door. She doesn't even make it, and then you just hear, "Who the fuck?" Fuck happened. She turns around. Little man has run this motherfucker through. He is on the ground dying, and Renera goes, "Okay, you know what." He was a man of his word. I'll say that. He said he protected me. <laughs> Little man has put this sword wrist deep in this motherfucker's stomach and pulls it out with some guts. Mm-hmm. And lets him die. I'm like, wow. The beauty about Game of Thrones, normally if you are a shit talker, 
you're getting dealt with. <laughs> if you talk a whole lot of shit, you're pretty much out of there. <laughs> so this episode pretty much focused a lot on Renera and her coming of age, emphasis on the word coming. Um <laughs> Like, <laughs> there, there is apparently that kid is related to um, someone the, um, the, uh, he's, ben, the, he's, ben the Bloody, I think. Ben somebody. Is it that, or was he related to the little girl that. Um, that would be funny as hell if it was um, uh, from, from, uh, from, from Winterfell. Yeah. I think, it, I think it does have something to do with her. Because the second it happened, I was like, damn, these kids in these shows are brutal. I mean, dude, if you ain't got nothing to constantly brush your teeth, you'd be angry like that, too. I guess. So. Oh, that's that's probably dealing with teeth pain all the time. Yeah. That, right. You, know, you, you, you get one cavity, you're having a bad day. You get all 20-something teeth. <laughs> it's just, it's rough. Nova came back then and exists. You either taking this uh, seeds of the poppy or you're going to go just grit and bear it. So imagine getting the two pulled, because there was no drilling. Mm. <laughs> right, you'd be upset too. You be you be a ten year old ready to kill that will too. <laughs> so this episode has a lot to do with Renera learning about herself, her body, and it also has a lot to do with showing a plot on Dame. Last week, I was like, Damon is one of my favorite characters. This week, I am taking that shit back. <laughs> Immediately. This, this, this makes you like him less? I, oh, my God. I can't <laughs> after this. After what happened this week, I, I can't. I can't. I, I, I understand it was the times, and that's what... Okay, basically, let's get, let's get to it. Basically, Damon... Shows his true intentions. Finally, he shows his true intentions. Um, he lets Renera know, you know, you can be the queen, marry somebody. You forget as the you forget as the queen, you can pretty much do as you want. Mm -hmm. So just because you're the queen and you're married to somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to do anything with them or anything like that. And, you know, and it was like, no, that's not what I want, you know, and she's also feeling the pressure of being a princess. Can't go anywhere without a guard, can't ever go anywhere without being noticed or something like that. So what, what does her uncle do? Her uncle sneaks her out of the castle. No big deal. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to that, <laughs> he shows up after killing the crab. Was it the crab? The crab. Oh, I, oh, that was a very big part. Damon comes back, first of all, as clearly pointed out just here, comes back without his hair and a haircut with the crown because he has been crowned the king of the narrow seas due to him beating the crab feeder. Damon, always a man of family, always a man of honor within his family. Oh, he's a man of family, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gives the crown over to Viserys. Like, brother, I've done this for you. Here's the crown. He bent the knee to Viserys, letting him know, like, there's only one king. Crowd goes in an uproar. They love it. 
Now Viserys is drunk. Damon is drunk. They're hugging it out. They're just they're they're, they're good. It's all good. Queen Allison. Queen Queen Allison hits him with maybe um Lord Damon would like to see the tapestries. Your man Viserys looks over at Damon and said, Do you want to see some tapestries, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was laughing in her face. In her face. She might he might as well just put a finger in her face and just like <laughs> you stupid bit. Like he was going. He was hell drunk. Yo, your man had tears running down his face. Sure, that's what he wants to see, some damn tapestries. <laughs> and there was like, I'd like to see the tapestries. And he goes, well, you can go off and do your little tapers. So, like, that was a... Uh, it, it, the, the, the thing with, with her and Renera seems weird because it feels like she's still kind of pissed at her, but she's also still they're still somewhat close. I don't know how to, to, to gauge that relationship. She's trying not to, what you call it? She's trying not to, it's, they were best friends. They were very mm-hmm. best friends. So she wants that friendship again, but it's hard when that person's your stepmom now. At this point, you know, she, she just feel, Renera just feels sorry for Allison. Like she told her, you know, her queen. You're just imprisoned in this castle. And you're just there to produce heirs, right? <laughs> and if she says something later on to to Damon that like furthers what her, she thinks about marriage and shit, because Damon's talking about how you know marriage with royals is it's a political move. It's just mm-hmm. you're playing chess. And Renera says, "Well, to women, it's a death certificate." And right. it goes back to Queen Emma. Yeah, it goes back to Queen Emma. Even before her death, she said, our womb is our battlefield. Mm-hmm. So this whole time during this during these four episodes, you just see, you just constantly see Renera just against the whole thing of marriage. And against you, the thing of wedding of, of giving birth. Right. <laughs> like like it shows what I've seen so far with House of Dragon, House of the Dragon, is that it's putting an emphasis on the fact of the pain and the burden that women have had to go through during this time. Mm-hmm. Like Game of Thrones put a lot of burden on with the men and how they had to be leaders and fathers of the houses and things of that nature. House of Dragon is taking a female perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's like, an interesting way to go. That's it's it's there's a lot to to, to go through. A lot of dirt. Is everything, everything that has ever happened in the world, at some point, there was a female behind it at some point. Because you know why? Every world leader, every general, every dominance person, whoever, during a war, guess what? They have always had a wife, a girlfriend, whoever, that they've come to like, yo, I don't really know what the hell to do. And there's always been a woman there that'll be like, yo, A, B, C, and D. These are your options. And you know, women have always played a, a very big part in a lot of major makings in, in the world. They just don't get noticed because of the fact of society is a male dominated place. But there was a who was it? Um, Woodrow Wilson's wife during his second term when he had like a stroke, 
Mm -hmm. she was making executive decisions. Exactly. And they were, like he was just held up. They were just delaying his inevitable death until his term was over. And she was making choices because, you know, like it's, there's, there's a lot of powerful women behind powerful men. Right. Exactly. Behind every powerful man, there is a, there is a woman. Plain and simple. And that's been since the beginning of that's been since the beginning of time. Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is begin since the beginning of time, it's been that way. And right. And with House of Dragons, you you see a lot of emphasis and you finally get to see the burdens that these women of these times had to endure. Mm-hmm. Like Queen Emma, she was she legit told the service. Yo, whether this is a boy or not, bro, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm done. My body is done. I'm mentally done. It's a wrap. You know what I mean? So, the House of Dragons is, and I guess that, that plays a big factor into Daenerys later on in Game of Thrones then. Yep, because... She refused to be royal royal cattle. Right. That was so, a very from from day one, that was a very big thing for her. Mm -hmm. That was that was a that was a, a motivation, a driving factor behind uh Daenerys. Like the, the from the first moment we saw her. Mm-hmm. So maybe, right. yeah, maybe it has to do maybe she saw what her ancestors went through, saw the writing on the wall, and I'm, I'm not that's mm -hmm. not gonna be me. Mm -hmm. So, pretty much, Damon lets um, Nero know, like, yo, you can be clean or whatever the case may be, but that doesn't necessarily mean you gotta, you know, be with your husband like that. And she's like, yeah, all right, that's what you think. Later on, it proves Renaris's point when the king calls for Allison, and she's like, it's mad late, but yet she still gotta go. So it proves her name's point. Like, right, whatever. So <clears throat> Damon decides to sneak his niece out the castle. Show her a good time at the nighttime. Know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. Everybody has that one uncle or that one older cousin that lets you get away with shit. Be like, yo, come on. I'm going to take you here. Don't tell your mother. Don't tell your father I took you here. But, you know, I'm a show you what it is my first strip club ever that's, that's something we all that's something we all can right my first my first strip club i ain't gonna lie underage my uncle snuck me in come here don't tell your parents i took you here bet you know what i mean everybody has that everybody don't have an uncle like damon though <laughs> i i uh I, I still couldn't until this episode. I was still like, "Is what is he? What the? What is his plan here?" And uh, they they go out hooded and go to the into the uh, uh, the lower parts of King's Landing, and which is the Street of Silk. It's called the Street of Silk. It takes you to the Street of Silk, which is completely different during the day. At night, you have fire blowers. You have scandalous women in the streets. You have criminals. You have everything that the night in the West, everything that Damon's guards were whooping ass in in the first episode is in this street. It's pretty much their red light district. Right. Yeah, he, I mean, he, was, he was telling them that they don't know what 
real life is down there. Right. Or an era guy that got a little chance to see what it was like. Oh boy. He says something he says something early when they get down there that that plays a very important part. And it's something along the lines of you've got to pay for all your pleasures or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um like yeah, uh and she 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 will. She will. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> but she was loving everything up to, up to a certain point. Like the fire with she was she was amazed by what she was saying. Um and the then food, but then when she heard the little street and she heard how the crowd reacted to the thought of Renera being queen. And, and then booing her and saying that she would make irrational decisions based off emotions because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Things of that. I don't remember if we saw this ever. Um, maybe once, I don't remember it being a, a thing in Game of Thrones, but um, back then, like, it was when you'd see plays or whatever, it was just men, whether there were female parts, men were playing the female parts. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, it's like. <laughs> Big burly man playing Renera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if y'all ever saw like Avatar: The Last Airbender, but there's an episode where they go to the Fire Nation and like they see them putting on a play of their group, and there's like this little blind girl named Toph, and mm-hmm. I mean she's like four foot eight, real scrawny, but the person on that. the stage looks like the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of when I saw this. <laughs> but uh, so the, yeah, they give them, they give you. I think they give you like three different options where it was like you could have Rhaenyra, the woman who might go crazy because she might be on her period. Like they really just went into that, mm-hmm. and they say you could have Damon, who was the original. She would have been first choice, or you can have Baby Aegon, and they and like they pull him Crowd. out of the toilet. But the, yeah, the, the crowd, crowd goes rocks. right. They go ape shit for Aegon. Mm-hmm. So that pretty much lets Renera know, okay, they want my brother, not me. I will never be accepted. And that's Girl. a lesson that Damon was trying to teach her. Like, you need to prove to these people a lot because what she's done in the past three episodes and this one has go against tradition but also like she insults a lot of people like she mocks a lot of things mm-hmm. and it comes off as arrogance <laughs> and it comes off in a lot of different ways and uh men can do that in this show all the time it's not a problem but because she's a woman it comes off as aggressive and it comes off and that's the same that happened like, in like current culture yeah that's like a common thing that there's an issue so um, that's another interesting way to tackle this that I really love about this show. Then Damon brings Renera to the whorehouse. When they walked in, my face went, mm. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, they didn't just walk in. They started going in, in, to the bowels, to the bowels of the goddamn whorehouse. 
You're absolutely right. She does have a place of entitlement for sure. You're 100% right. And she's had to prove herself since the fact that she's the only child that survived out of all of the other children that they tried to have mm-hmm. before, too. You know what I mean? Oh, so Aegon still might not. I mean, he's still a, he might not survive. He's still a baby. Right. Right now, Aegon's she's the only more. guaranteed successor. Right. Aegon's, what, four now? Yeah. And still, yeah. I don't fucking know. Right. So, Damon takes Renera down into the bowels of the goddamn whorehouse. And she is watching everything upon everything upon everything happen. Right, right. Arrows pulling out. So you're right. She's watching everything apart, everything apart, everything happen. And the next thing you know, Lord Jesus, <laughs> Lord, <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. I was not ready for this. Yeah, I don't think nobody was. <laughs> Her and Damon start to get they nasty on. They right. are all right. Hold on. Nobody saw this coming from, from the first episode. No one saw this kiss coming. I, here's the thing. The, the, the kiss, I saw, I, we, we all saw it coming. The extent of what went on after the kiss and the fact that they pretty much showed it, that was, that. that's what took me over the edge. I was like, they done showed the babies getting nasty. What, what is going? They done showed the babies getting nasty. But, but, but they did not have sex. She and Damon did not have sex. No, Damon didn't. What Damon did was Damon. Damon started the engine. <laughs> Got revved up. Oh boy, did he? Did he? And Damon, <laughs> Damon hit that start button, literally. <laughs> Damon hit that. Damon hit that. Damon hit that start button, literally. All right. <laughs> and woo, wee. My and face was time, like this. In in real time, as I was watching, I was like. Oh shit! And then when I went back and thought about it, I was like, "Yeah, it's just what Targaryens do. These are some freaky motherfuckers." <laughs> Tar- Tar- Targaryens kill and fuck they, uh, they, each I, other. I, I, each I other. I told you on the chat. <laughs> I told you on the chat last week. It's unga bunga time all the time. Targaryens. Unga, unga means fight. Bunga means banging. Bunga. Ain't no unga. Mm. If ain't no unga, then they bunga. All right, that's what they do. Bro, listen. What's the word you use for them? Barbarians? That's what they are. They fucking are. They fucking are, yo. They are royal barbarians. You're absolutely right. Hit the start button, and then he couldn't get it up. Because I think part of him knew that it was wrong and that he shouldn't be doing it. Right, unga bunga time. Mm-hmm. That's that's I'm calling it that from now on. By the way, anytime I see a Targaryen do something stupid, like it's unga bunga time. Unga bunga. Mm-hmm. 
so as he doesn't hit the start button, my face is dropped. I'm <laughs> so now she runs out. I'm I'm trying to get my jaw semi-closed. Eyes are still wide as shit. I'm like, oh wow. She runs out, she's spotted by one of Hightower's little spies. Mm-hmm. First off, the first off, the little spy is six sitting outside the whole house. <laughs> Again, there was an eight-year-old bringing out a sword. So you, I guess, the six-year-old beat the six-year-old being on guard duty at the whole house is perfectly ungabungas ungabunga theme right there. <laughs> Part of the ungabunga regiment right there. <laughs> so. She runs out. I'm trying to get my face together. Like I said, I still wider than a dead court in headlights. And she goes home drunk and horny. Pretty much pretty much most females after brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much most females at the brunch. And uh who is there to luck out on the right time? Circle. I'm I'm telling y'all. <laughs> I don't trust that motherfucker. And uh man, she like, take off that. I mean she <laughs> you, you, Yo, I'm sure. She, I'm sure if you like turn down all the other audio in that episode, when they see each other, you can hear that thing. <laughs> like when he just boom, like he is ready to go. Yo, <laughs> that was the. She pretty much. If you look up in an Urban Dictionary. When it says a woman takes the dick, that's that's what it looks like. She took that shit from him. She took it. Because at first he was like, nah, chill, chill, chill. You know, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. She was like, I said, we going to. <laughs> this is happening, bro. It's whether you wanted to or not. This is as as me. I said it's going down. It's like. And, <laughs> It's like I told you and Matt the other night. She was Lois. He was Peter. <laughs> Last night. Renee. She was the man. <laughs> First of all. Little do, we, little do we know that we do have some audio of, uh, of Chris and Cole talking to his captain. Uh, <laughs> talking to his captain uh, before he, uh, you know, got his position. Before I swore myself to the badge, I was the butt clapping captain of the Bussy Patrol. Sir Christian Cole lived up to it. First of oh all, it took your man 45 minutes to get out that armor. <laughs> that was a shit ton of armor. I mean, is he wearing it all the time? Damn, what shit. It, it took your man 45 minutes to get out that armor. When 
when he got out that armor, all I saw was that SpongeBob me where he's standing on the side, hinting Wolverine. <laughs> like it took him that long to get out that goddamn armor. But once he got out that armor, Unga Bunga Regimen. It's time. It was time. Like Mark Henry on, on Rampage. It's time for the main event. <laughs> and <laughs> dear God. I mean the, like yeah. I said, I was I was trying to close my mouth and get my facial expression back together. Even wider now because they showed Renera and Sir Cole getting it in. I was like it was at this point the house of the dragon turned into Skinamax. I mean it was really <laughs> like Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. At one point I looked over my shoulder to make sure nobody was coming to the living room. Like I was <laughs> <part of porn. laughs> that's what I was saying. Like it's kinda like um that moment when Arya Stark ended up uh <laughs> sex and we're all like, No, no, young lady. Get your ass back. <laughs> but the thing, the difference is, we we like grew up with Arya for like eight seasons, where mm. she went from this girl went from twelve to like twenty six in four episodes. Right. 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 That's what. That's what episodes are awesome. <laughs> that yeah. was great. Uh, so <laughs> now we fast forward to the next morning. Next morning, Cole sneaks out. Damon is found still in another brothel, in the bowels of another brothel, by his real wife. (laughs) (laughs) Your wife. He hates her ass so much. He really does. Right, like he has no shame in that his wife came to get him from a whorehouse. No shame. She tries to give your man some some hangover remedy. He's like, get that shit out of here. I'd rather feel this than to go back and feel good from you. I'm like, well, goddamn, bro. Like, see, and that right there is. It's why I still fuck with David, man. He don't give a fuck. He gives no, no fucks whatsoever. <laughs> you man, so she tells Damon, yo, I'll see you back at the crib. Get yourself together. I'll see you back at the crib. Little did she know and did Damon know King's guards were waiting on him because Sir Otto Hightower <laughs> Little man that was playing guard outside of the whorehouse was so Otto Hightower's secret little agent. So Hightower let King Viserys know, listen, my my peoples came to me with some rough shit. I don't even know if I want to tell you. Just tell me. Just tell me. They they caught Damon and Rhaenyra down deep in the jungle, deep in, in the whorehouse. And Viserys kept and Viserys kept begging him to say, "What were they doing? What were they doing? Tell me. You tell me you brought them in there. Tell me." Hatsaw was like, "I basically they was fucking. <laughs> they was fucking. All right, <laughs> fucking. All right." And 
Viserys, you want to get your blood so much on the throne that you're willing to put dirt and shit on my daughter and my brother like that? All right. So he was ready to fire high tide with Ed. He goes to <laughs> goes to the whorehouse, his knights find Damon, bring him back to him, and they whip Damon's ass, I guess, for about a good half hour or so. They whipping his ass, just fucking him up. Viserys is like, yo, who's going to marry her now that you done did this to her? Your man David, Damon looked up and said, give it to me. <laughs> who's going to, I mean. I'll do it, nigga. I, I like sloppy seconds. That's <laughs> basically what David said. David pretty much hit him with the sloppy seconds. Don't fuck with me, bro. That don't bother me. Like, I'll mm-hmm. do it. Keep Targaryen blood strong. Line, you ain't got to worry about nothing. I'll take it. He never says it's like, bro. Oh, you already, he's like, you're already married. Damon is like, eh, and? <laughs> and? Motherfucker, has that stopped me before? There was right. no divorce back then. There was no prenups back then. Shit, he just tried to marry someone to met in a brothel two episodes ago and get a baby. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, now it's too much. Now we, now I can't get married. Okay. All right. Whatever. Right. He's like, and I'll take her. He's like, and you don't deny that it happened. That's the thing, though. He never denied that it happened, and he never said that it did happen either. That was interesting. I don't know if he was wanting. The Saris to <laughs> free or I'll take her. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who wants to? Hold on, I got it. I'll take. I'll take a free home. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I don't know if, if if he's like giving the Saris a chance to figure this shit out for himself. I don't know if he's just like letting it get to him. I don't know what his reasoning was behind not saying something but I, it's it's intriguing to say the least because so, everything he does is for reason that is for shit mm-hmm. I still can't figure out yet this it's it's for, like she said free he, does, does he want does he want to be king or not does he want to step up or not and you never Damon really is a fucking troll that's it why just does, that's it you're right <laughs> That's right. exactly what he oh. does. He does it for the shits and giggles, and that is it. He doesn't give a fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. right. All right. All right. Maybe I do like Damon again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do like Damon again. You're, you're right. He, he, he is just fucking troll at the end of the day. So Damon is like, yo, I'll take it. And me, I'll take it. They're like, yo, your man Viserys gives Damon the ultimate punishment in the world. Get on your horse and go back home to your wife. Damon's like, fuck! You couldn't put me in jail or something? Like, you gonna send me home? You can just cut my head off, man. I like, go ahead and kill me. Like, shit. Damon? Yeah, Damon doesn't fucking call me, right? He's He's like, fuck, you really gonna send me home? Oh, man. I I hate it here. Yeah, she sucks, but she sucks so much. 
like she wasn't a whore. <laughs> like she wasn't the freaky whore that he paid specifically every time. Why don't you try, you, try, you know, having a kid with your wife? I don't, I don't wanna. <laughs> right? It's like Al Bundy. <laughs> That's legit, Al and Peg. It is. It is. Uh, I was always, I was always like, why, why would Al not want to have sex with Peggy? And then, you know, why the hell would Damon not? Right. Want, you know? Because let's be real, Peggy was hot. Too. Peggy was hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Be real. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One hundred percent. But without a doubt, one of the, the stupidest things that I ever had to deal with when I was growing up was people trying to say that uh, Peggy Bundy and uh, the nanny weren't hot as hell. Huh? Oh, oh, oh! It was a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. They a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Damon only wants to be so he can stay away from his wife. Because, mm -hmm. like, fuck the he is not bringing her. Right. If he becomes king, he is not bringing her. <laughs> Let's be one hundred percent on that. First thing, okay. he does is, first thing he would do is banish her. Send her put a can't be put anymore. a right, put a whole decree out that she can't come nowhere near King's Landing. What's the first law you're gonna pass as king? My wife gets the fuck out. That's the first law. Right. <laughs> send her ass to Winterfell. <laughs> send her, send her, her, send her, the send her to the wall. Right. Yeah. Put her on the wall. <laughs> That's exactly what Damon wants. So <clears throat> Damon says he'll take her. Basira says, go home and your wife. Damon pissed. Now, Viserys actually has a conversation with Renera now. Renera hits him with the, oh, you believe Otto Hightower? I swear on my mama, you know how much we love mommy. <laughs> you know how much we love mommy. You know what? I would never do that. Every time her mother looking down from heaven like, I know this little heifer ain't lying on me. <laughs> I know this heifer ain't lying on me. What was, what, was that, what was that thing that was like Rhaenyra after uh, sneaking out, getting a freak with her uncle, getting uh, her cheeks clapped by Chris and Cole, and lying on her mama's name, and it was like someone just like nice to sleep in her bed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I see one of them showed y'all, remember the one I showed y'all, Queen Armour looking down over there, or swearing on her name, and it's the bald guy standing there like, like I know you, I know you ain't serious. I know you ain't serious. She done lied, swore up and down. Renera was fucking glowing the next morning. Her ass was glowing. Had her hair down, wearing yellow. She's glowing all right. She had a little bun in the oven. What you call it? Is the boost? But she's right though. They kept asking about the Damon fuck. And she swore he didn't. He didn't. Mm -hmm. He didn't. They never asked about my man, Mr. Right on Time, Mr. <laughs> Christian Cole. Mm -hmm. They Captain never asked. Patrol. Asked. Captain, Patrol. <laughs> Patrol. <laughs> you got to think, Damon has been public enemy number one this entire time. Right. And honestly, he hasn't really done shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Aside, aside from kissing his knees, I look gross, but like, yeah, a, a little. 
been saying since episode one. When he went, when he went to uh, uh, King's Landing, and you know his guards went down there and like started killing uh, murderers and like chopping off the penises and hands of rapists and thieves. And people are like, oh, you know, they didn't know if they if that was real or if they were really uh, criminals. They never said they didn't know that. So, right from where I'm standing, everyone he did that to was a rapist, a criminal. right? And if that's the case, he just like killed murderers and chopped off the dicks, rapists. So I I see that as a good guy myself. I don't know about anybody else, but I do. Like he took care I'm, of the crap. Oh yeah, like, like so far, I don't see shit. He's really done that wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm still Team Damon at, at this point. Me I mean, too. I guess I'm back yeah, Team Damon. But that, that whole kissing your knee shit threw me way the fuck off. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, they were playing tongue hockey, but you know that's what Targaryens do. I mean, I mean, you like Jamie Lannister, and that man was splitting his sister in half six days a week. <laughs> that man, that man had kids from his sister. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lannister was a daddy exactly. uncle. Better your niece than your daddy uncle. A daddy mm-hmm. uncle. Dunkle? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. I can't say it. But <clears throat> to end the episode off, your man Viserys is funny as hell. He sends the royal maester into Rhaenyra's room, and he's telling her, "Here, your your highness, the tea, especially brewed it. You know, you got to be careful because you know we don't want it to hurt you." And she goes, "What's this?" He goes, "Your special tea." Viserys then ordered ordered a Plan B tea for Rhaenyra. To hold take. on, hold on. Did Viserys order the tea, or did the queen order the tea? Um, I think it was Viserys. Viserys, okay, all right. Because he knows that she who did what. Okay. Because he knows that she's been deflowered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because remember, she promised, she swore to Alicent that nothing happened, and that she was still pure. So Alicent still believes that. You know, and. Oh, something to point out. During the time when um, Renera was going on her little pussy pussy patrol g- brigade rage, um, Alicent was in a couple of doors down having to deal with um, Swamp Thing. Huh. You know what I mean? Um, the king called her in late night. And she had to fulfill her queenly duties, and she was not too thrilled about that shit. To have this old man on top of her. Who, when he was the young king, he was already like 86. So Right. We're, we're, we're past like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, you're right. It doesn't... I, mean, I think it was the king, but at the end of the day, she got a Plan B tea that she had to drink. Mm-hmm. Plan, the Plan T. Mm-hmm. Plan T. He's like, are you going to make you drink this so in case you are pregnant, it's gone. Don't be surprised if next episode they got her doing Kegels to make sure she... <laughs> it's back on. 
so she gets married. <laughs> Fit your wedding dress, right? Fit your wedding dress, aka no bumps, no bumps in the front of your dress, girl. No bumps. Listen, it's it happens. It, I mean, kingdom, the kingdom. He's like, nah, we got to marry you off, and you got to be pure virtue. So during this time too, he has fired his hand. Mm-hmm. So at no, the end of this episode, get the fuck out, Hondo. Pretty much. So at the end of this episode, there is no hand of the king. Right now, I know who it's gonna be. Who you got? It's gonna be the guy that's he, this person has always given uh, Viserys advice, like one on one. Like he'll walk in to the little small council room, he'll be at the table first. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, it's Lionel Strong. I can see that. Who, yeah, who is I believe the something of the law is a. Uh, Masters, Masters of, the of the Law, yeah. That's my that's my pick. I think that's going to be him because uh, he he's been shown to even if you disagree with Viserys, he's not been shown to like call him out and like question him in a disrespectful manner. Right. Fuck out of that's just yeah. The high the high towers are. <coughs> but I want I do wonder what that does to Allison though. Now yeah, he he um he told her he said make sure you and the babies are safe. The king is in danger. Make sure you are safe. I mean, has Hightower done anything wrong? It's not that he's done anything like horrible, but everything he's done has been a clear move to push himself up the ladder. And Anytime we've seen someone do that in not just Game of Thrones or this, but any show where every single thing they do is a, is a move on the, on the chessboard, it's something you need to question. Mm-hmm. All right. And Viserys called him out. He basically said, Listen, you, you, you know, two kings. Mm hmm. And we thought, we thought Viserys was dumb to it. We thought he was ignorant to it. Apparently, he's been watching the whole time. Mm hmm. So maybe he's not as dumb as we thought. Right. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, we ended the episode. She was like, I got to say because her dad was feeding her information and suggestions of that. Yeah, that's, that's what it could mean for Allison. She's legit going to go to the, just the baby-making machine. Which is what... Which goes back to what Renera was talking about when it comes to marriage and, and politics. Mm-hmm. It all ties back together. It's, it's, it's interesting shit. It really is. Well, we ended with Renera. We, well, we pretty much know Renera is going to drink the Plan B. <laughs> but. Supposedly, this next episode coming up is the last time that we're going to be seeing Renera and Allison as children. 
I, man, I have really liked the uh, portrayals that those two actresses have done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, man, I know we're doing the time skipping. Like, it's going to be fine. But, like, damn, they did a great job. I, I'm i excited to see them both in other stuff. Right. I, I almost wanted to see this younger version of Renera get to the throne. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, I kind of wanted to stick with this and let it, you know. But I, but I understand why they have to speed it up because if not, we'll be here forever for Game of Yeah. I, mean, I, I think at first I wanted this to be like a one season thing and that was it, but now they're going to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you want to do one season, you, you have to speed shit up. So. No. Well, fellas, I think we covered Westeros for this week. What do you think? I think so. I yeah. think so. Gotta say, uh, I, I, I'm fucking intrigued for the next episode. That's for damn sure. That is for damn, damn, damn sure. Mm-hmm. That is for damn sure. Oh, yeah. But- Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Don't forget, you can always follow us at twitch.tv slash under the ring pod or facebook.com slash under the ring pod. We don't forget to follow our boy right here, the man, the writer, Mr. Greg Bush SK on Twitter. You can also follow me, the photographer, Mr. Rock Ribs 44 on Twitter, and we can follow the man with the younger version of me, which means the man who has a lot everything mr fresh beard <laughs> thank you for joining us of course we'll be back here next week same bad time same bad channel you know to talk over some more dragons talk to you later folks please